0: Black Hour on Wes and Walker. You're listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. A big thanks to Willie P joining us. And speaking of Willie P and Charlotte FC, Major League Soccer, obviously now in full season and the WFNZ Jack Daniels Doghouse is open for business. The Doghouse doors will open up three hours before every home match so you can stop by and get ready for kickoff with some of your favorite friends. Join us for the pregame and the postgame parties at the Jack Daniels Doghouse coming to you live from the Audi Charlotte studio and brought to you by Jack Daniels, Pepsi, and powered by the Garage Door Guru text line. Only from Sports Radio 927 WFNZ, the exclusive home of the Charlotte sports fan. Speaking of that text line, I did want to read a few more animal stories. It's been the theme question of the day. It's been very fruitful. What has been your scariest animal encounter? I asked Gator Bates about his water moccasin bite whether he had to get the anti-venom. And then he said he was on the highway, but he did write in this. He spent about nine hours in the ER after getting bit by the water moccasin, needed anti-venom, was in the hospital for four days afterwards. He said his entire leg was green and purple for about a month. His friends brought the snake into the ER. They chopped it up into three pieces. Doctors put it into three containers of formaldehyde, and he still has the head in one of the containers. Wow. I'm not done. He said it happened in 1995. His uncle worked for TV 20 in Gainesville, Florida, and he got him on the 5 o'clock news segment. <laughs> that is a story we appreciate you, Gator That Base. is off the chain. <laughs> I just I, I mean, one, I was wondering if it was real just because it's so bizarre, but also there are so many details. I... It's not like this guy constantly writes in it, that's a true story
1: right that's i believe tr- it 100%. 100
0: 100 percent. that is bonkers by the way caleb when we were talking about the barracuda also he was trying to explain what it was to fitty barracuda is what kills nemo's family spoiler alert and finding nemo r.i.p to nemo's family all of his brothers and sisters including his mother hmm. sad way to start off a movie And trying to look at some other ones just real quickly. Shane, the App State fan, said the scariest animal encounter for me, about five years old, being chased by a gigantic goose, scarred for life. Well, you know, if you went to UNC Charlotte, you know on campus that the geese are not to be messed with. You know that 100%? I love geese. Anytime
1: why do you love geese? Because I like their attitude. They they know that you can't do anything to them. When you drive <laughs> and there's a pack of them walking <laughs> yeah. in the road, they walk as slow as they wanna walk. They don't care. They're unbothered. They know there's nothing you could do to me. I just love it.
2: Have you been watching Theo Vaughn comedy clips on Instagram? Because that's something Theo Vaughn would
1: say. I do. I mean, I, every time I see them, they just do what they want, and they just have this attitude like, I know you can't touch me.
0: There, there used to be a Twitter account of the Charlotte geese, and it was hilarious <laughs> because you could. they would attack you. They would take over the sidewalk, and then you'd have to walk into what was a horrible drainage system over there. Because it was right next to the pond, and so anytime it would rain heavily, your shoes would get all muddy, and then you would have to avoid the geese. It was a whole process. It was brutal, and so, yes, I totally, totally
2: relate to the geese being a problem. Do you think if you waddled over there to them, and your waddle's pretty on point, they would, like, receive (sighs) you? Yes. Like I would an, do the Jalen Waddle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that was Fizzle. That still is like one of the worst Fizzles you gave. I love the Jalen Waddle Waddle. I don't like it. It's so good. Um, yeah, people are saying it sounds legit. So many people get bit by cotton mouths, water moccasins. <sighs> yes. No thank you, man. No thank you on any of that. All right. Let's debut a new segment the prospect duel. Wes picked somebody. I don't know who he picked. So the idea of this is that Wes is going to pick a prospect at 39 overall today. We're going with the second-round pick Carolina has. So he picks whatever prospect he wants to, wide receiver, linebacker, edge rusher, whoever he wants to. I'm going to pick my own. We both text Fiddy to see if we have the same. We do not. So
1: we're going into this blind. Let's start the first. Are we going to stay blind to where we say everything about the prospect and don't reveal who No, it you so can I reveal after? it. No,
0: you can reveal okay. it, who you're talking about immediately. Right. That's okay. Maybe we can... Maybe we can alter it a little bit as we go on, but I think you just go ahead with the name as soon as we start. Okay. All right, let's start it off. Wes will start us off with his. Let's now hear the Prospect Duels.
1: Oh. I challenge you to a duel. This town ain't big enough for to <laughs> choose your fighter. Oh
0: yeah, I know you'd like it.
1: And that was a little treat
0: for you. I figured you would like the instrumental. Go ahead,
1: your Who is your fighter? All right. Well, Carolina, I am from right here in your backyard, Mallet Creek High School, to be correct. Okay. I went up the road or down the road to play a little bit of linebacker at Clemson. And now I'm back and ready for you to draft me at number 39. Now, I'll be a little bit upset because I'm really supposed to go in the first round. But if somehow I fail into the second round, which I've seen some mock drafts, and I don't really like those guys who wrote those, then (laughs) this would be the place I would love to come right back home where I played my high school football. Who am I? I am Trenton Simpson, linebacker for the Clemson Tigers. You got to see me, especially with my shirt off. Good Lord, it looks like I eat air (laughs) for lunch every day. 6'2", 235 pounds. I got all the speed you need. I'm faster than any linebacker you got. 4.43 40-yard dash, and oh, yeah, I'm explosive, too. 40-and-a-half-inch vertical jump. What did I do at Clemson? Well, you know, I was just a game wrecker for them. Picked up the slack where Isaiah Simmons left off. I had 72 tackles last year, four tackles for loss, and two and a half sacks. And the year before that, I had six and a half sacks and 12 and a half tackles for loss. So I finished my career with 165 of those boys tackles to be exact, 13 sacks. So how would I help you guys? You're asking yourself. I am. I am. I know you got this guy. You had this guy, Ezra Evero, for your defense. And he likes to be very multiple lots of different formations lots of confusion well guess what I can play a lot of positions you can put me at linebacker you can make me a big old safety you could put me in there as a dime linebacker whatever you want to do because I've got the speed to cover I've got the size to get with these big tight ends like the George Kittles and the Travis Kelseys of the world I don't know how great I'll do immediately but I'll get better because I'm going to work hard at it because I came from Clemson but anyway Like I said, you can move me all over the field. I love to run, and I love to hit, and I want to put on for my city, so Charlotte, Bring your boy home, back to where I used to roam these grounds, coming Mm. to these games, eating popcorn as a Mallet Creek High School football player. I'm Trenton Simpson, and I want to be your linebacker. (laughs) That was a campaign. (laughs) That was actually a good campaign pitch right there. See, what what
0: I'm finding out about Wes and our radio relationship is that it's not like I specifically said we need to role play, but if there is a chance for Wes to role play, he is going to do that on the microphone.
1: Entertain, baby. Are you not entertained? We
0: are entertained. That's exactly what we are. All right, I got somebody different for you. Different position. All right. At number 39 overall, I'll role play too. You and I can both role play if you want to. That's fine (laughs) with me. My name's Josh Downs, sir. Okay. And I should be your 39th overall selection, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. See, I'm feeling a little slighted right now. A lot of people are forgetting about me. A lot of people are talking about how Zay Flowers needs to be drafted in the first round. Maybe doesn't even last to 39. Jordan Addison, if he falls, and you need to take him because he's a steal. Of course, you should select him over a Josh Downs. Even somebody in your own backyard like Grant Debose, I saw him on the stock rising list for Steve Smith, and he had me neutral. He had me neutral in the stock comparisons. I'm not feeling that. Let me tell you why. Because the last couple of years, I went for over 1,000 yards. I did it with a couple of different quarterbacks as well. Drake May, yeah, he dished it out quite nicely with his 1,000-yard season where I had 11 touchdowns, but also had eight two years ago when I went for 1,300 yards in my sophomore campaign. You like contested catches? I got those in droves, baby. Caught 72% of my contested catch attempts, and I separate very well off the line of scrimmage, so you might think that that would be more of a bigger-bodied guy. No, I separate well off the line of scrimmage even with me scoring poorly in the size category but I'm strong and I also had an elite grade when it comes to my explosion, my speed, and my agility. Do you wanna hear my ranks? What I did since 2021 coming out of the slot? I was first in total receptions in college football. I was first in total yardage in college football and I was second in total touchdowns in college football, all coming from the slot that could help this number one overall selection. I played 90% of my snaps at that position, and I am a shifty route runner who does a great job of finding different soft spots in zone defense. And last thing I'll tell you is that I did eclipse those 1,000 yards in each of the past two seasons, and I became the fourth ACC player ever to record 100 catches in a season. And that is why, You should select me, number 39, to help your first overall quarterback progress and be the franchise QB. Mr. Fitty, sir, wearing the North Carolina attire, are you going to go with your boy, (laughs) Josh Downs? Or are you going to go with the ACC rival, Trenton Simpson, at number 39 overall? Queen City. If we are both available at that spot.
2: You know, what makes you a good host, Walker, is you know how to kiss up to your producer. Yeah, that's right. You went with the North Carolina guy, you called me sir. But that's not the main reason oh, why you no. win. Oh, okay, okay You okay. still win. I'm drafting Josh Downs because Wes has said at every turn at 39, I'm drafting offense over defense, and he comes out here with the defensive player. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of, I guess, in a roundabout way, contradicted himself with what he wanted to do. I was maybe hoping to see a little Tank Dell at 39 because – Wes gushed over this man last week. His shirt was literally off, talking about him in the fishbowl last week. I'm not gonna week. pick
0: Tank. I'm not gonna pick Tank <laughs> anytime. So he's. We'll see when he pops up. I'm sure he will at some point.
2: But no, I, I go, I go with you and Josh Downs. God, I'd love to see him in a Panther uniform.
0: It'd be a lot of fun. There you go. Now, just to be clear, I would not be mad at the Trenton Simpson selection. If that was the selection. If I'm going fell. to
1: win with the Texas because they're going to go with the hometown kid. Yeah, let's go to it.
0: 704-570-9610. Moose road in. Some things never change. West dominating role play. And Walker being out of breath, coming up short in size. Yeah, that's that's what I was with Josh <laughs> Downs. And I'm out of breath because I ran 0. .6 miles yesterday. And uh, I've been out of breath this entire time. 704 said, I'm sold on Downs now. There you go. Okay. Yes. Thank you, 704. Looking at some other verdicts on who won, Uh, Deacon Donna wrote in, give me the big old Clemson record. The Heels guy has those numbers because his team stuck. Mm. That's what Deacon Donna said Mm. in the same boat as Wes Bryant. Carolina
2: was better than Wake Forest last year.
0: Bryant said Josh Downs over Trenton Simpson. And 980 said it's called a smokescreen. He was always going to go defense. And so somebody is saying, hey, West played you. <laughs> he was always going to go defense. I like it. Uh, Lottie wrote in, give me downs. We need wide receiver help. Ninja Dad said, I'm hoping for downs so I can get a uh, DH Gate jersey from Josh Downs. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Yeah, you're going to have to explain that to me like I need to be explained what a barcode is. All right, that'll do it for Prospect Duels. We'll move on to a couple more segments where we have Scott Fitterer audio. He just spoke to the Carolina Panthers media contingency a little while ago. He did that right before the show. We have some of that audio. We'll play for you on the other side of the break. It's Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. To the Scott Fitterer audio in just a moment here on Wes and Walker. <laughs> oh, man, but we were living in nostalgia during the break. We have a new text message, qu- uh, folks. We have a new question for you. How lit was the book fair when you were in elementary school? Because Wes just got a text from his kid saying that he doesn't have any money for the book fair, which you did not whoa, know. Whoa. Doesn't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, I'm not going to pay you out Why this
2: man's pockets like
0: that? No, I'm just trying to tell you. You. That's what he was saying, and then Wes was saying, oh, man, I wish you would have told me or else I would I would have hooked him up. It's not because you
1: denied him that. Yeah, but, no, but Go also ahead. I had to clarify it. Go I clarify.
0: ahead. <laughs> I can't get any traction,
1: man. Go ahead. Tell the people what's No, what up. it was was he has, a, he has a green light card that I got him so that I don't have to keep up with the money that he has. I mean, he has more money all the time than I ever had as a kid, right? So. Right. I saw that he had two transactions that declined because he had to overspend. And then he finally got one through. So I'm guessing he had to keep kind of deducting stuff until it worked. And so I'm like, had I known, he didn't tell me that this week was the book fair because I would have given him a little bit of extra scrilla. So he would have been good, but he didn't tell me.
0: Okay. So I feel like I was getting there, but that's also fair. So yeah, now. I got an alert from the Greenlight app. Now it's just transitioning me into your kid has a card. Yeah. A Greenlight account. Yeah. They advertise hmm. it for, for kids to I, get. I mean, it makes sense. It's just not anything <laughs> I, that I ever thought I would hear. But I don't it it make sense.
1: I don't use cash. So like that, I think cash is the inconvenience for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of keeping up in my head either. I wouldn't give him the cash, and I would just keep up with how much allowance he had in my head. So I got tired of that. I said, I'm going to get you Either I was going to get him his own little bank account, which I've been meaning to do for the last couple of years, but didn't do it. So when I saw the green light, I said, oh, I'll just get him a green light card. And so now I can just add money to it and then I can... I can yeah. see his balance. He can see his balance, and people can put money on it with no problem. It's brilliant. It me. It look. It's funny because I'm the old head here. I I am thirty. You are
0: older, and yet here I am acting like the old head. That it is so. <laughs> it is. It is jarring a little. But K Town Steve, he wrote in that his kids have a green light card also. Yeah. So this seems. It's a. Awesome idea. Like, yeah. I never even thought about that. But they have savings
1: go. account. You can invest and all that stuff.
0: That's awesome stuff. And also just blow it all in the book fair because that's exactly <laughs> what I would do. That's 100% <laughs> yeah. what I would do. Fitty, you were a big fan of the book fair as well. What were some of the things that you would purchase?
2: I just found the series of books that I, that I would purchase. They were called The Mighty Robots, Ricky Ricotta's Mighty Robots. Mm. And the best part about it, if I remember correctly, and I may be wrong, I think you got to color it in as you went along, so you can make your robots look. That, that's fire. Look however you want them to look. And I remember, you could buy like the whole book set for like ten bucks. And I remember my dad was like, "You want me to pay ten bucks for you to read about robots?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, please." Yes.
1: But getting the getting the catalog, the little paper catalog you used to get was just exciting in itself. And then it felt like it took baby. the books. Forever to come back. No, uh, but but what I
0: liked more was actually going to the book fair and then seeing something that wasn't on the catalog or something that you yeah. didn't anticipate. Yeah. And then it would be this sports book because that's all I really got. What, do,
1: did you used to get the ones that were half and half? It'd be half about one athlete and then half about the other. I don't remember those.
0: There were there were some. I still have some. I used I'm to sure. get
1: those. The Sports Illustrated posters. And then if yeah, I did get, get a nine. Sports book. I know I'm little, uh wake up some of the OGs. I used to love the Encyclopedia Brown joints. What? Encyclopedia <laughs> Brown was fire, man. It was like a book and it was a bunch of I guess like teens and uh-huh. they were going these mysteries, but then it had alternate endings. So you could go to the back of the book and they would have alternate endings It'd have like 4 or 5 mysteries in it. And then at the end, they they all had two or three alternate endings.
0: I'm so hype about the book fair conversation. Tar Heel Tony (laughs) wrote in. I used to get posters from my room. And Captain Underpants books, it was lit at Greenway Park for sure. Captain Underpants, if you were to say, okay, top four series or top four books you think of, Captain Underpants is also on the Mount Rushmore of that. I, I, I think that's one of the few, the first few things I
2: think of about the book fair. My son loves it. Yeah that one diary of a Wimpy kid? Yeah. Mm. Great. Fantastic. That movie. I've never heard Flounder's dad laugh harder than <laughs> than watching the movie they made about that book. Uh
0: 704 said goosebumps. I, mm, I didn't I remember that I didn't I was a show too yeah it was the show scared me so I didn't read the books <laughs> but I did watch the dummy <sighs> no thank you on that uh, nine eight zero said travel ball summer ball I don't know if those are yeah. books. oh there. yeah those oh, are Mike, Mike
2: Lupica books that's,
0: man that's what nine eight zero just said yep Mike Luke uh, Lupica books. Jack said Sports Illustrated. They used to have, uh, they used to do the, this year in sports, he would always get those. I would get the uh, the world record books. I mm. love those world record okay. books. Yeah. I got those quite a bit. Magic Treehouse. There's a good one. Big Cat Dan said Encyclopedia Brown was straight fire. Fire. 619 said choose your own adventure books were also fire. That's not Ray mm. who wrote in. So we appreciate all of these texts. Yeah, and but real quickly before we move on, would you spend it on BS? Would you just like get crazy erasers? I didn't either because I I almost felt – because there would usually be some awesome sports books. They would have like the basketball card books out there too, and I was a fiend for those.
1: I had to pinpoint exactly what it was that I was going to get, and I got exactly enough money for those items. There was no extra money to – buy some. My son, like I said, I give him $20 and then he'll get my car the next day asking for more money. And i would be like, are you, are you serious? <laughs> I used to get $10 to go to the book fair. You yeah. get 20 then and you get my car asking can you get some more? You had to make it last. Oh, and then <laughs> 704 number uh,
0: I believe this is Chad who wrote in Lambo posters. They were definitely the oh, car kids. Yeah. There, there were a lot of uh, my son buys those. Yep. So my friends I had a few that loved cars and there would be plenty of Lambo posters and yeah. they would get that as well. We can read some more of those as we go on I do want to get to the Scott Fitterer audio though because he did have a decent amount to say as we are just within inside 10 days of the NFL draft coming about and the Panthers at least officially being on the clock let's go to how he was discussing the top four QBs Where we all think it's going to be Bryce Young. That's what we think now. Wes has moved off to Anthony Richardson Hill. He now does think Bryce Young will be the selection. But Scott Fitterer still trying to tell you that no, when it comes to the top four QB prospects, they still have not fully made their decision.
3: We are consciously trying to keep all four in there so we can ask every question, look at it from every angle to make sure we're making the right decision. This is a big decision for the organization. We don't want to lock on to something early on just to you know, decide that's our guy. We want to keep this process open all the way through.
0: Do you buy it? I know we talked about it at the beginning that we think Not Bryce anymore. Young is the guy. But Not you anymore. Th- you think that Bryce Young is now the guy, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I do, too. I do, too. And they, they talked about Bryce Young being the top QB and... There's a, a, a quote from Scott Fitterer about Bryce Young being the top QB. Help me out, Fiddy. I'm trying to look at it, but I know there's some Bryce Young conversation about him, whether he should be the top QB in this draft and whether he's actually mentioned that or not. I don't know. We can move on, too. I do know that Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer are close on a QB decision. I do know Scott Fitterer did say that about himself and the head coach, and here he is on trying to dwindle that decision down.
3: I haven't yet asked him, but we were laughing the other day because it's becoming clear for us. Maybe a certain way that we want to go or you know who it, who it may be, but I don't anticipate it being an issue.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. And this is what we talked about, right? Even if you have a staff that is split on who you eventually want to be that number one overall selection, every team does that every single year. If you can't navigate through that process, then you don't have a chance of being successful sure. in these things. And so I like that answer, of course. Even Reich might have a different type of mindset. You don't have to agree, but as long as you can come together at the end of this and say, look, this is going to be the pick. I'm the GM. I got to do what's best for me. I'm trying to do what's best for you. I think this will be what's best for you in the long run. Drafting Bryce Young, he's going to be the the selection. I think I think they'll be on the same page at the end of the day.
1: I think they will too, and I think they also understand the position ahead head coach is in as far as his job – will be on the line quickly if this pick doesn't work. So his consideration and who he wants is of importance. And also for the GM, he's in the same spot too. I mean, this is the last time he'll get to make a pick like this because if the Panthers are in this position again, he won't be with the Carolina Panthers. I can guarantee you that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Let's go to some NFL QB comps because I thought this was kind of interesting from what Fiddy was telling me with some of this audio that we collected. Scott Fitterer talked about some of the QB comps, but – It doesn't mean that you're going to have this guy, Bryce Young, whoever the top one pick is. It doesn't mean that he's going to start right away or be successful right away, I should say. Excuse me. Just be successful right away. That it takes some time with some of these other comps that he mentioned in this soundbite.
3: It's not like we're expecting this quarterback to come in and instantly just like make everything happen. Everything changes immediately. I mean, you've seen it with like Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. It, It takes time and you have to surround them with the right people, and you have to surround them with the right coaching. But I think we've done that, and we're not going to force this quarterback on the field. We're not going to ask him to do anything they can't do. We're going to ask them just to play their game and deliver the ball and make the right reads and make the right decisions.
0: Yeah, and I expect if it is Bryce Young, they've already given him a, a nice enough supporting cast. The offensive line is better than average. They, they have a chance to be a top-10 unit this year with Ikey Iquandu coming along We'll see about the guard depth. They've battled some injuries there, especially with Austin Corbett. I like Taylor Moten a lot, so I do think the offensive line has a real chance to be one of the best units in all the NFL, and that goes a long way for your number one overall selection. What did you make of that soundbite, especially with even some of the player comps to Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think that they are going to have the patience. I don't think this is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations for this season. I don't think this is a team that necessarily feels like off of the strength of what happened this past season, that it's playoffs or bust. I think they're in a position where they're building and rebuilding to an extent. And they feel like that this quarterback can come in and learn and grow. And then we'll see where they are probably mid-season If they have a chance to make a run, I'm sure they're going to try to take advantage of that. But if they don't, I think that this is a team that's just willing to trust the process.
0: I wonder, too, if people will take this comment. I don't. I could see how you might, but if you take that comment, you see the comps. All right, Jalen Hurts, rushing quarterback as well. You put the right pieces around him. It took a while, but oh. then he started cooking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I wanted to throw gas on the fire He's for trying you. Trying to put a me bit. back on the yeah, hill. Yeah, I am. I am. You know, Josh Allen, the
1: other comparison. Took what if a couple he of was? Years.
0: That this is what I wanted, folks. Right here. <laughs> I, I, I wanted Wes to get right back. What on that if he hill.
1: was hiding it in plain sight right there? Playing Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts and there. Boom, with the first pick, the Panthers select Anthony Richardson. And he said. Florida.
0: And I'm just telling you what. And I'm
1: going to come right back and say, I told y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to continue to feed the beast. Yep. You know, he did say at the very beginning of that
0: soundbite wow. that they Look don't expect. Walker
1: with his conspiracy hat on today. Just throwing the bait to the I fish like it. here. I might p- be, I might be five toads back yeah. down Oh, Okay,
0: that. so some freshly chopped bait for the barracuda in the water right. looking for something to eat yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. Go ahead and bite it, Wes, 100%, because Ow!
1: at the beginning,
0: <laughs> is that a sneeze or a bite? <laughs> no, it's a bite. <laughs> Ow! He did say he doesn't expect you to turn it around immediately whatever quarterback that he decides to draft. And so I'm just saying, I I just wanted to see Wes get all fired up again for Anthony Richardson. (laughs) All right, uh, as we plan the show on the air, do we have any other sound bites that we told you we wanted to go to that I just forgot about? Is there anything else that you have on the doc?
2: Yes. uh, Scott Fedor did address Bryce Young canceling all of his remaining top 30 visits. Mm.
3: No, there is not. That was a decision he made on his own. And I just refer you to his
0: reps and to Bryce as to why. So, nothing from the Panthers. The thing is, why would Carolina tell you? Exactly.
1: With two visits coming today from quarterback.
0: I mean, so it could be an outright lie, which would be totally fine. Because if you say, yes, we told him to cancel the visits, that means you have just given away who the top pick is. You could also, also ask, why do they care if everybody knows who you're taking? Because there's nothing they can do to control what you do at number one overall. But... If Scott answered that and said, "Yeah, we told Bryce to shut it on down," then he would be confirming he's the number one pick.
2: Were you guys surprised to see them host Will Levis on a visit? Like, I think Stroud still made sense to kind of comb through and see maybe if there was a thing or two that could change your mind. Why did you even bother bringing Will Levis in just to just to bring him in? I'd they're
1: trying to do your due diligence.
2: I think they're trying to hide it. And and the other thing too, when you
0: use all of these visits, right? When you start to evaluate every single one of these prospects, you have to figure out they could be, or you have to figure they could be available down the road, right? So let's say that will Levis, you know, just doesn't work out for him and whatever team drafts him, but you like him as a backup prospect. Maybe you could go get him down the road. There's so many of, of what there's so much of what happens when you're starting to look at all, all these prospects, you got 30 visits, right? You also have two picks in the top 39, And so if you do your due diligence on all of these selections, you're not going to take every single one of the people that you have in for a visit, but one running back could be available three years down the road when that one team that drafts the running back doesn't want to pay him that much money. Maybe you do. Maybe you view him a little bit more so. Maybe you like that person more. So that's another part of this process is that you're also gaining intel when these guys might be available a little bit later on in their career. And so it doesn't surprise me at all. Plus, it only adds to if if they did not bring Will Levis in for a visit, even if you feel good about him not being the top overall selection, you'd also kind of confirm it there, right? Like if you brought in CJ, you brought in Anthony Richardson, you brought in Bryce, you didn't Will Levis, that would be weird. And then so we'd all be asking questions a little bit more so. If you just bring them all in for a visit, then everybody's treated the same. So I I can see why they decided to do that, even though I don't think he's going to be number one. Do you think there's a little fire to the smoke about him being number two, West Will Levis, do you think he could be maybe the second QB taken? Is there a shot that that happens with the Kentucky quarterback?
1: I think you can make a lot of the same arguments for Levis that you could for Anthony Richardson. Maybe the problems that he has, the flaws in his game are fixable because he is really athletic. He does have a ridiculous arm. He's got great arm talent. So maybe there's a lot of things that these guys are looking at when they watch him and say, Oh, well he's playing with this guy, this offensive line did this and a lot of context around his game as well. Could I see it? I'm just going to say no just because of everything that I've heard and seen that the Texans aren't just – they they just aren't enamored with what's there after Bryce yeah. Young. Then with the fact of them thinking about trading down, I don't know, but if I had to put some money on it right now, I'd say no.
0: Um, by the way, last thing too, Scott Fitterer did say David Tepper told them that he and Frank Reich would have the final say on the first overall pick. So – Whatever you take that for, I wouldn't say, I can't imagine Scott Fitter would say, no, David Tepper's going to have to sign off on it. He's going to have the final say. But for whatever it's worth, he did say David Tepper told Scott Fitter and Frank Reich that they would have final say on whoever that first overall pick would be. All right, Fitty, last Fitty Flash of the day. What you got for us?
2: Wes, you said that you're uh, no longer 10 toes down on Anthony
1: Richardson. Did you place that
2: bet you were talking about last week?
1: No, I didn't. They took it off, and then I could never get my password fixed uh, on the site that I would go on. Mm.
0: If you did, that would have been amazing. And if he was this selection, it would have been great. Yeah, you'd have been making a lot of money.
2: Don't know if you guys <laughs> saw this circulating around on social media earlier today, but uh, DeMar Hamlin from the Bills, he has been fully cleared to resume football activities, and he did announce his return that he will once again play. In the National Football League, this the, this this upcoming year, a remarkable story continues following his incident on the field on Monday Night Football last year at Cincinnati. It does look like we'll see Demar Hamlin on the field. In the upcoming t- 2023 NFL season, the, Great story
0: one of the scariest moments we've seen in NFL history, and it's a great story. You're also worried about it, right? Like, there's a couple of different feelings you can have about this. Ultimately, it's going to come down to Demar Hamlin deciding what he wants to do. He wants to play football, and so it is a remarkable story. You also just hope he's safe because if you, you or his have,
1: dad. Could you watch him play? It would be really hard. I, can't, be I mean, too. you tell
0: me. I'm not the dad here. It'd like be
1: I, hard. I, I don't. Oh, I don't know that I could not immediately. You were about to call me Slim Daddy, weren't you?
2: Yeah.
0: I know you were. I know you too well. Let's go to the last segment on Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Tuning into to the Wes and Walker show. Big thanks to Walt Ruff talking some canes in the first hour. Willie P. in the second discussing Scott Fitterer's press conference as well as Charlotte FC trying to get back on track. We just played some of that Scott Fitterer audio. We had the prospect duel. We had that debut take place. Brian wrote in. Maybe we do go with the blind resumes first, and then we guess.
1: What should we do with that? I like blind resumes. You like blind resumes? Because once you know who it is, they kind of – influences you. Like, Fitty was heavily influenced by the fact it was Josh That
0: I like to think it was my role play. And that well, was exceptional. That your was a play. very
1: shrewd selection by you. Because oh. once I did it, at first I thought, I said, I'm going to get him with the hometown kid. But then, as soon as you said I'm Josh Downs, I mm. said I'm losing because I said it. I, I said, it's a wrap. Look, I just—I I mean, just, he's a good fit, great need too. But I yeah. said I'm losing once he was Josh Downs. I—I I don't even think it was shrewd just because of the way I, I chose
0: him. I just don't know if you could tell the difference between me and Josh Downs in that moment. I felt <laughs> like I looked like the exact same. I shrunk to five nine. You did. I put on a lot more muscle mass. Suddenly, he
2: waddles good as you. Yeah, he. I.
0: Yeah, that's a little. That's tight. I don't know if he waddles <laughs> as good as me. Only. Jalen can waddle. Hey, what was that last be.
2: beat? Big <laughs> crit. Oh,
0: big crit. <laughs> oh, big crit again. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it, it was. Dust to dawn, bro. Just like the the red. <laughs> it's too much going on. The randomness we were talking about with Josh Day. I was like, wait, hold on. All right, everybody stop. What's the beat? Yeah, I did. I was going to ask you about it. You know. A little bit before that, but... That's okay. Yeah. No, it's dusk to dusk, I think. Did yeah, I say you, dusk to dawn? It's dusk to
1: dusk. Yeah, but you got me, though, man. Like I said, with the down selection. Even okay. though it'd be a great pick for the Panthers. I'm mean, going to come back, though. I'm winning tomorrow. Okay. Well, I just wanted to start off with a win, honestly. How many days are we going to do 39? Are we just going to...
0: No, we can do whatever. We can. I, what I want to do... I think 39 is the most enticing because what are we going to do at number one overall? Like CJ and Bryce, Anthony Richardson and Bryce, maybe, you know, you're going to know everybody, everybody knows those blind resumes well enough. So if we go 39, 93 gets pretty deep. We can do 39
1: for a few days and then do 93 for a
0: few days. Well, and also we don't have, I wish we would have done this sooner because then we could do it up and, you know, we could have had a segment for a month. But at least we can go up to 39 because you're only going to get the first day of the draft. So even the day of, we'll still do 39. so yes. We can go 93. So there you go. Um, all right. I think what we learned is that I sound exactly like Josh Downs and became true. him during our role play segment. Just another one that we created for West to role play. Let's <laughs> go to what happened on this day in sports history. What you got for us today?
2: All right, I had a a fact for you yesterday about Jackie Robinson. I got another one for you guys today. As on this day in 1946, Jackie made his minor league debut with the Montreal Royals, the international league affiliate of the Brooklyn Dodgers, becoming the first openly black person to play organized baseball in the 20th century. In his debut, Robinson would bang out a home run and three singles on his way to winning the league batting Championship on this day in 1962, the Boston Celtics beat the Los Angeles Lakers 110-107 in overtime of Game Seven in the NBA Finals, despite a 11th straight 30-point plus performance by Lakers forward Elgin Baylor, which is still an NBA playoff record. In that game, though. Bill Russell tied his own NBA Finals record by grabbing 40 rebounds in the game.
1: Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> He's getting all 40. the rebounds. Who else got one?
0: I mean, sis. It had to be. I mean, yeah, I guess Wilt wasn't on that team by then, right? Yeah, there are
1: NBA team. teams that get 30-plus rebounds in a game.
0: Yeah, Bill Russell, just insane. And
1: then lastly, on this day in <laughs>
2: 2007, Mark Burely of the Chicago White Sox Faced the minimum 27 batters as he no-hit the Rangers, six nothing. Was this still prime? Baseball Walker back in the day, absolutely. Mark Burley, absolutely Burley. What did I call him? I call him Burley.
0: You you put a little like almost almost a tilde on the U, if you will. You tried to just must you know, tried to roll along with that, but it's okay. Mark Burley was the guy. Yes, I remember this. This was prime Baseball Walker. A couple years after their World Series championship, where you got to see Burley, Jose Contreras, Freddie Garcia. Oh, I forget the. Oh, John Garland. I almost forgot. Swept the Houston Astros, and I believe the Astros beat the Braves in that. In that, when they were still in the National League, yeah, would made sense, right? Because it was Astros, White Sox. So there you go.
2: By the way, and this is rightfully so. I'm getting clown because I said openly black about Jackie Robinson. <laughs> that is exactly oh. that is exactly word for word what it was on the document.
0: Um, I did not hear that. I was looking <laughs> up Mark Burley stats, and so I did not hear that. Yes, I uh-huh. just
2: copied and pasted over there, and uh, yeah,
0: there are a lot of yes. Okay, so we have. We have not one, two, they three. They have like six text messages. We have four, five. We have five people <laughs> clowning you for that with laughing, crying emojis. But yeah, I guess he was. It is not something that Jackie Robinson denied by any stretch of the imagination.
2: Have y'all ever seen 42, by the way? I yeah, have. I did. Phenomenal movie. Might be my favorite baseball movie of all time.
0: I think Chadwick Boseman is fantastic. I wish they would have included more in the movie, but it was still very good. Chadwick Bozeman was great,
1: though. Nothing to beat Major League. for me, though, for a baseball movie. Major
0: League? Well, that's what we need to do. We need to get more Visit to the Mound opens. Because we need to... I don't think we've had that segment yet this week. So we need to get more opens. We need to include Major League in there. But I think this is an embarrassing movie for Fiddy that he hasn't seen. You have not oh, seen Major you League. you bastard.
2: Is this right? You're not supposed to... Look... The, the reason why me and Wes are like this, and you and I are like this, uh-huh. is because he doesn't out me on the radio.
1: Oh, he outs you on plenty. Yeah, of Yeah, because if I didn't know that you would watch Major League, I wasn't looking at you. My head was this turned because I definitely would have. This is
0: the man I've that seen... called you out with our truth in studio, trying to pick a fight between y'all, and you would get mad at me <laughs> for saying you haven't seen Major
1: League. I've
2: seen it in bits and pieces. Oh. I I've never seen it from start yeah, to Yeah, you need to watch it, man. I've the got first two.
1: It. Yeah, you need to watch the first two, man. They're
2: great. You'll love them you were
0: <laughs> a major league yeah it's fine that's a good one for the text line the photo finished we'll probably not have enough time for it we should have saved it for tomorrow but i'm already in too deep a famous movie you haven't seen that you're often embarrassed to admit you haven't seen is there anything else like that for you Ooh, because that one's tough because i don't i don't know what i haven't seen right like i got for me
1: we said the bond movies of so Walker. you gotta lie well, I mean, a lot of action movies yeah, that you, you guys have seen. You've never
0: seen the Rocky series? No, that's not true. I've seen... Like, right, one. I've seen one, two. I saw uh, Drago. Oh, I you said Drago. you didn't see the one with Mr. T. I, yeah, I have not Idiot seen... a fool. The, I have not seen the one with Mr. T in fool. Well, come on. That's a good one, though. It, it took... I'll tell you this. It was a long time. It was only like a year or two ago when I watched Scarface for the first time. It was a long oh. time since I had seen Scarface.
1: See, you've seen Goodfellas? Yeah,
0: Goodfellas yeah. is fantastic. But
1: you said... It was a year ago that you had seen Scarface for the first yeah, time.
0: Yeah, so if we have this conversation wow. like a year ago, then Scarface would be on the list. But I watched it, and I got to see <laughs> it at like 29, 28 years old. Carlito's yep. Way? I've seen Carlito's Way, yes. Okay. Uh, have you seen
2: Die Hard? Yes, I have I, not.
0: I, I, have, I have. That's one for
1: me. That's I have seen Die Hard.
0: Uh, Lion, That's one for me. Lion King is one. The Natural getting some other ones in oh, here. Oh, remember
1: but. the Lion King. Y'all got me pretty good for that. Oh, yes. Lion King is bad. Yeah, y'all got me. Lion
0: King is all. You need to go watch that right yeah. now. Alright, that'll uh-huh. do it. We'll pass off the baton to the Kyle Bailey show oh, coming up next. Oh, we got Disney takes. Alright, oh, oh, feel free. Takes? Feel free. <laughs> Hold on. Go so on, on yeah, because he's seen them all now because he I has you. a little girl. He's I got small kids, so I now he's co- Mr. Disney. I had to give Wes some backup here. Like, oh, okay. yeah. My man needs some solidarity. I got Disney takes. What are we talking about? But wait. He hasn't seen Lion King before. Who
1: hasn't? I have West not. Who hasn't. So no that's why I don't do you think, think you're defending it. Because that. when like, it came out back in the day when I was a kid, I didn't want to see it. Why? My son went with his mom to see the the newest one. Right. So I never saw it.
0: So were, were you like afraid of when Scar kills Mufasa?
3: No, you wanna, I just you was cry? never a
1: big animated movie <sighs> kid like please. that. After I got to like, I guess, nine or ten, I wasn't watching animated movies like that anymore. Uh, okay. Okay. No, that one. No, uh, Yeah. All right. You still haven't seen it, though. I have not. Pulls on my
0: heartstrings right now when bro. Simba. Is I know I watch it with my son. But, but, Simba, it's I, gonna be I, just yeah, face that, wet. I'll you be, might not even want to at this, like, <laughs> it's, at man, this it's point. it's gonna be
1: face I, wet. I don't
0: watch it because of that scene. Right? I, I can't do it. Can, that, can you believe that movie's made for kids and you have to watch that? Yeah, I almost feel like a child abuse to make my daughter yeah, watch Yeah, my it. Like,
1: son's I mom heart, said. going nowhere. This ain't gonna be Yeah, my son's mom said that he cried when he watched it with her, thinking about me. So I know if I watch it with him and he cries, it's over. Push on your Dad. Oh
0: no, I'm gonna cry right now. All right, Kyle Bailey Show coming up next for Sports 92. 7 WFNZ.